Hi everyone, welcome to another broadcast. This will be another biblical broadcast. I decided to share this word today because I just felt it very heavily on my spirit. I kept being drawn back to this passage because I was meditating heavily on it. Um, and by heavily, I mean just for like a day or so. But for some reason, it, it kept drawing my attention. And the title of this biblical broadcast is The Power in Waiting. So I'll get straight into it because I don't want it to be too long. We will be reading from Genesis 2, 19-23, and this is the New International Version. Now, Genesis 2, 19-23, and it says, Now the Lord God had formed out of the ground all the wild animals and all the birds in the sky. He brought them to the man to see what he would name them. And whatever the man called each living creature, that, that was its name. So the man gave names to all the livestock, the birds in the sky and all the wild animals. But for Adam, no suitable helper was found. So the Lord God caused the man to fall into a deep sleep. And while he was sleeping, he took one of the man's ribs and then closed up the place with flesh. Then the Lord God made a woman from the rib he had taken out of the man, and he brought her to the man. The man said, This is now bone of my bones, and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman, for she was taken out of man. And this is the word of the Lord. May the Lord bless the reading of this word. Amen. So I'm going to be doing a study on this and I want you to pay particular attention to every single word in that text that we just read because I will be referring to it very specifically in a lot of shapes and forms that I want you to be able to follow. So please do pay attention to that text. Now, from what we've read, it's clear that God had formed the animals and the birds in the sky. I looked up the meaning of Form, and to form means to bring together. And so these animals were formed from the ground, implying they were formed from the dust. But it's interesting you see that God did not name them. He formed them, but he did not name them because he had already formed Adam and he gave the animals to Adam to name. Now, some of us wait for the Lord to name for us what he has already given us authority to name not realizing that once we name it is when his authority flows through us. As the word in Luke ten nineteen says, that I have given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions. So the Lord directed the animals to the man to name because he had dominion over them. He had made man in his likeness. This is clear from Genesis 1, 26 that says, then God said, let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky, over the livestock and all the wild animals, and over all the creatures that move along the ground. And this is why God did not name them. Adam already had the authority to do so, because he was made in the image of God, and he had his likeness. Hence, he had the power to rule, as the Lord had said. In his image, he had the power to rule. And because we have the image of God and we have his likeness, we too may rule. <clears throat> the world denies this power, but we have it through Christ. 
as it's clear from 2 Timothy 3, 4, that says, the world has a form of godliness, but denies its power. Now, he brought them to the man. God brought the animals to the man to see what he would name them. God is going to observe how you deal with the situations he brings to your life. What has the Lord brought before you? Have you named it? Once you name it, that is what it would be called because the Lord has brought it to you. Hence, it is under your authority. Anything the Lord has brought before you is not stronger than you. You have dominion over it, as it says in his word, concerning these wild animals. Some of us don't stand in the place of power we have been given by the presence of the Spirit to stand firm in Christ. Adam was naming wild animals. And wild animals are animals that grow in their natural environment, hence they are not domesticated. But it's interesting that these were wild animals, but they still came to him. And they came because of the Lord. What I'm trying to say is, they were supposed to be wild, but they were meek because the Lord brought them. Whatever is meant to be wild in your life, the moment the Lord steps in, it becomes meek. And then you have to speak the power and authority you have been given to be able to name them. So whatever wild animal is in your life is subject to how you name it because it is under your dominion. Now I will discuss how this applies to courtship. Men, you want to learn how to speak to your wild animals. And women, you want a man that can lead your household in this manner to name these wild animals and hence restrain them because he and we have authority as children of God to do so. You need a man that is able to speak in the power of God. Now, I was wondering how this time in Adam's life of naming these animals correlated to his search for a wife. Because the word says, but for Adam, no suitable helper was found. Implying that there was a contrast and an exception because of the word but. And this exception was that no suitable helper was found here. In other words, no suitable helper was discovered in this place. And I was wondering why that passage was there. Why was a suitable helper being sought for Adam in the midst of wild animals, first of all? I, I really thought about it and I came to see that it was not until he fell into a deep sleep and was actually sleeping that Eve was being formed. Now this is interesting that the animals were formed separately from Eve and yet she was being sought in the midst of the animals. That signifies to me that Adam was still learning. You will not find your Eve men in the midst of animals. In other words, she will not only be separate but she is created separately. She is made for a united purpose as you. She will be in the same place of purpose as she was brought to Eden, which was Adam's place of purpose here. She will be in your Eden, but she will not be in the same position as these animals because she is separate. So she will not come with the animals the Lord will bring to you. And I still try to figure out why the animals were even in this passage. It turns out, that they were there to signify a shift in the season. There was a season of activity for Adam where he was naming these wild animals. And then there was a season of rest. And he did not find Eve in this season of activity because it was not time. He was learning. 
which is clear by the fact that he was looking for his Eve amongst animals, amongst other things that I will get to. He found Eve in a different season of his obedience to God while sleeping. In other words, in a place of deep surrender. Also, the word says, whatever Adam called the animals, that was their name. It's interesting, that term, whatever. Whatever signifies without restraint. In other words, the extent of his power and dominion that came from the Lord. Look, you need to be careful what you name the animals that are in your life. Don't give them negative names because you don't understand the power behind your words. Whatever Adam named the animals, that was their name. He didn't say when he named them a good thing was their name. He said whatever. In other words, without restraint, anything he named them was their name because his words carried so much power. And here, Adam was being taught to lead. How do I need, how do I mean? Well, men, the Lord will first show you how to lead before he brings you to your wife in the season of deep surrender, which is a season of deep sleep. From the moment you meet her, you will need to lead her, which is why Adam immediately was able to name Eve by identifying her as a woman. He had taken leadership because he had learned how to lead in naming the animals. So hence, he was able to recognize when he saw Eve because he had been practicing in the place of naming animals. Hence, this was now useful to him in practicing the revelation the Lord had given him to be able to identify his wife. And whatever the animals were called, that was their name. And that word, that, means once he called them, they had identity depending on what he had said. So first, Adam spoke a word, and then the animals were identified. Before speaking this word, they remained unidentifiable. In other words, when we remain in that place where we have refused to address the animals the Lord has brought before us, where we have refused to take dominion, to exercise the leadership he has given to us through his presence, we have not exercised the spirit of power, love, and a sound mind we have received. We have not walked in the spirit and the inheritance because we have not spoken in his word and in our dominion, and hence it cannot have a name. And once a thing is identified, it is no longer hidden. This is why once Adam had finished learning how to lead by naming all the animals, he was shifted to a different season because he was now ready to identify his wife. So as long as we refuse to identify our assignments in whatever shape or form they may present themselves, because even these animals were not uniform but different, we have not begun living in purpose. And, then, and hence, you have not begun walking, walking in purpose and thus cannot find your spouse because he or she is found only in the place of purpose when you have taken the leadership the Lord has given you to exercise. Which is why Adam first had to name and thus identify the animals and thus walk in the purpose for which he was created, as the Lord had said, which was specifically stated as including naming birds and fishes and animals. But Eve was not found in this assignment of purpose because, as I said, she was a helper. She was not a project. She was a partner, not a project. She carried a different identity. Men and women of God, your partner in Christ is a partner. They are not a project. If he's a project, please run. If she's a project, please leave her. Your partner is not a project. Hence, they will not come with burden. They will come with peace. Eve was found in the place of rest. The place of peace, not the place of stress. 
this suitable helper will not be found as long as you are looking for him or her as a project that needs to be named. If they come with confusion and chaos, they have not been sent by God. That is not the person the Lord has planned for you. We carry his peace. If they do not carry his peace, they are not your Adam and they are not your Eve. In other words, he or she already has an identity. It is just a matter of recognizing that identity. What I mean is, she or she already has a name. It is a matter of revelation. Hence, this is a deeper root in Christ, which is why Adam was in a deep sleep. And it's interesting that Adam had no suitable helper before the Lord had taken his rib. In other words, no suitable helper was found for him because none had been provided yet. Now, he or she comes from the Lord, not from the ground. Remember I said the wild animals were formed separately from Eve. They came from the ground. Eve did not come from the ground. Eve was taken out of Adam. Once more, a separate process and formation. And it happened while Adam was in deep sleep, implying serious surrender, a different phase and activity of rest in the Lord. Remember the word in Matthew 11.30 says, My burden is light and my yoke is easy. This means finding your spouse should not be stressful because you should be resting in the Lord. You should have his peace consistently. First, God took the woman out of the man and then he closed the place with flesh before he began to make her from his rib, which he had taken out of the man. Men, you will be able to identify her. And women, you'll be able to identify him as well because the Lord has fit the two of you together as one, literally because you are made for one another. And Adam said after Eve was brought to him, as God will lead us to our partners, women, God will lead us to our partners. The word says he brought her to him meaning God will lead us to our partners. Adam called her bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. And that really stood out to me because look at the order. Bone of my bones represents the depth and spiritual connection and hence a spiritual union between them, which was the first thing he recognized. Women, this will be the first thing he recognizes in you. There will be a spiritual attraction that is deep because deep calls to deep, as the word says. Before he saw her, as flesh of his flesh, he saw her as bone of his bones. Hence, the spiritual connection spoke first. And also, the Lord took her from his rib and covered it with his flesh. This shows there will not only be a spiritual attraction between the two of you, but a physical attraction will also be present that is unique because it is between only the two of you. So let your heart rest, men and women of God. He or she will be both spiritually and physically attractive to you. And the man called her woman because that was her identity. The Lord had already named her as the word says, God made a woman. It was just revelation for Adam. And this happens in the place of separation and surrender. During the process of naming the animals, Adam became more spiritually sensitive and he grew in his knowledge of leadership. And he was thus able to recognize his wife when the time was right and his roots had gone deep enough in God. This is why waiting is so powerful. This is why I titled this Kingdom Courtship episode, Power in Waiting. There is a process that is being developed in you and through you before you see her men. And before you are brought to him, women, respect this process. 
ask God to open your eyes and help you to understand what you're supposed to learn through it. I hope this word has blessed you and I can't wait to share another word with you and please do check out my other posts. I hope it helps you and do have a blessed week. Until next time, bye.